The Trials of Apollo, The Tyrant's Tomb, Chapter 13. Romance Disaster. I'm poison for guys and gals. You want to hang out? Like chewing gum is a crime, Lavinia tossed a piece of her sandwich off the roof where it immediately was smashed. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Eva, Neve, how are we? Pretty good. Doing okay. Um, uh, I need to clean my room, but that's kind of <laughs> that thing that's on the forefront of my mind right now. Um, but no, I'm doing pretty well. Um, my show that I'm in is open for previews, and we actually have opening tomorrow, which is super weird because tomorrow for me is a Monday, or like for us, I guess. Um. Which is like so weird that a show is opening on Monday and then taking like a two or three night break before continuing. I don't know, but that is, that is uh, it's it's really weird. Regardless, super excited. Um, our costumes are all like pink, so the rest of the understudies and I and our like director and our whole production team are all wearing pink. Um, it's gonna be so much fun. I'm really excited just because I it's a group of people that I really love working with and. Yeah, it's just been a really lovely process, so that's bringing me a lot of joy. Um, but I'm forcing myself to clean my room before then, so I can have a joyful, a joyful opening. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of chilling. Got dominoes today, which I haven't done in so many months, and that was really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Neve? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We had people visiting for the weekend, which was great, and I went to work today and did a run of the show um which was really weird when rehearsal is just like doing a run because yeah be like four hours of rehearsal each day and now it's like we just show up for the for the two call it and then the next and just get the notes sent to our inbox which is crazy um but it's going good uh i'm really excited about it it's coming up so much faster than i can even fathom um i am very excited because we get into the space um on tech like for the first day of tech week but the space is a considerably far farther distance from our apartment than the rehearsal space is um so that should be a fun adjustment (laughs) like it requires like a train transfer (laughs) like it's like like two different some the utilization of both of the subways that exist in this city because there's only two um but that will definitely be a change when it used to be like oh i just hop on the bus for 20 and then i'm at rehearsal and that's like like gonna set aside like 50 minutes to have to get down there um but that's that's okay yeah (laughs) it'll be fine apparently it's worse to drive it's like a nightmare to park down there so i'm glad i don't have to do that how are you brain didn't leave that Okay. Um, had I begun my journey out of vegetarianism last week? I don't think so. I'm not a vegetarian. I don't think. Wait. No. Wow. Wait. Where are you sitting now? I I'm uh eating everything. <laughs> but what, I think okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not added added red meat anymore. I am back to fish and poultry. Word. I. Yeah, I mean, f- fish rock, my friend. 
Yeah, I'm real happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still pescatarian, but I love the smell of chicken, so... So all these I, have I, Yes, <laughs> real. Just to say. Uh, you're just so chicken nugget coated, too. Um, Fun fact. One of my frequent purchases, when I feel I have enough funds to do so is the impossible nuggets um because they're a great like pre-rehearsal quick dinner dip them in some ranch put some seasoned salt on them so you're not wrong i I actually just gave you my nugget routine i'm glad to know your nugget routine (laughs) you're letting us all in on that no literally very personal (laughs) yeah yeah bearing your soul out here yeah (laughs) that's my big thing uh, big news, big changes, big moving and shaking. I guess just with that, everything else is just pretty normal. Just gonna work it, yeah, you know. Uh, okay, I had a little bit of time off this week. I had friends in the city, just lovely. So happy to see them. Also glad they're gone. Just in way of like, I'm. I see a lot less people for a lot less of my day than I used to. Like, I'm alone a lot more Yeah. since graduating college. Yeah. And I've grown accustomed yeah. to having that much alone time. So it was weird to not be alone for three days. Um, after, well, not after. Like, my, you know, there's stuff <laughs> I still have to loan. Aww. No, squad wild. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we chilling. Um, welcome back. To return to Camp Half Blood. This week we'll be discussing the Tyrant's Tomb, chapters 13 through 16, through the theme of youth. Uh-huh. I believe this is a very special week for you. A special, special week in which, in 30 seconds, you will tell us what happened in these chapters. I'm Are you ready? I'm ready for everything. Sounds like you're not ready, but you're going to go anyways. Go. Okay. So they're getting ready to go on the quest. And um, Hazel's a little scared about Frank being a little crazy um, and reckless, especially after Jason. And we see um, the civil and her origin story. And then we are headed to the carousel uh, at night so we don't hurt any kids. Uh, and there's guards in there. Um, they... They get past the guards, and then they're standing outside, and they're eavesdropping, and then it's like, ooh, they've been caught. And then it's the end. Yeah. I'm solid. I don't know if you said Tarkin's name at all, but, like, good. Like, good work. Oh, well, you know, we're there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're at Tarkin's tomb. It is a tomb. I just said carousel. But you got the rocks. (laughs) I got the name. Yeah. Yeah. There was for sure a carousel, you know? Yeah, no. Don't, don't disagree with that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know why my brain was like, you need to include the detail that they... I think it was because it struck me as kind of funny that like they picked the carousel as this place for this incredibly dangerous location. And then they, yeah. we can't go during the day because we don't want to blow up any games. <laughs> I was like, so true. I didn't realize... Every sweet. I didn't realize this was a functioning carousel. Yeah. That like ran during the day, you know? It's it's like very sweet. Yeah. I mean, like, I'd say very nice of them. Very considerate. Yeah, true. Cars on the floor. I mean, like, they are kids, so like they would know. 
they would yeah. uh, personally as i'm not a kid i maybe <laughs> wouldn't have thought about it <laughs> I, i'm admitting a potential flaw here like it really might not have been a concern for me i may have just let the kids die mm-hmm. but i like to think i'm better than that but i right. I say i am <laughs> Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just wouldn't know. It's I'm not in the situation. I can sympathize, but I cannot empathize. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Come on, vocab. What songs did we bring this week to put on a playlist? I'm feeling silly, and so I picked a song based off of the fact that he's pretty much just a skeleton held together by um, purple um, um, plasma Ugh, uh, mood. Right, and so I'm literally just a skeleton held together by purple plasma. Okay, put it on a bumper sticker and also a t-shirt. And also, I'm going to put it on a bumper sticker, uh, like I just said, because already, guys, I'm finally going to launch this bumper sticker Redbubble store that I said I was going to launch last month. Um, Incredible. And listeners. are in books. Yes, I, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, now I really have to to do it because I'm I'm promising all these people um that i'm going to anyway um i chose flesh and bone by sammy ray because i thought it was funny uh, i also just that's that is funny um like i love that fleepy and i love her and yeah i think it's also really good for the civil like thematically yeah i i do i do agree um i i was really hoping to be able to do this you've heard me gasp earlier when i decided uh, what I was going to do, um, I did decide that I really wanted to try to get a song off of Jennifer Lopez's new album, This Is Me Now. And I chose Broken Like Me because I think it felt very uh, emblematic of what's going on with Hazel and Frank. Period. Very, very well fit. Yeah. Um, my song, okay, <laughs> this is one of the songs that's on my playlist called, um, this is a banger, but it plays at work, um, <laughs> which is the playlist at my job, like kind of goes hard. Like some of the songs in it are really good, but I can never listen to them like in my daily life. Cause they play at work. Like I hear them in my daily life all the time. So I can't like listen to them on my commute or something. Cause I thought I would get really sick of them because mm-hmm. they're on the playlist at work all the time. This is one of them. When I like did like looked up this song, I literally had to Google to make sure that this was the right artist. It's called Ready to Go by Noah Cyrus. I literally Googled. I was like, is this like the Noah Cyrus, like Miley Cyrus's sister? Because I wasn't sure because mm-hmm. I thought her music was so much different than this. I never listened. Wait. Wait. No. Is this the first time you're hearing about Noah Cyrus? I haven't looked into this person. You thought it was her brother. But I... This is time number three that this has happened to me. <laughs> okay. Well, to be fair, this is no Michael Jackson. Not at all. Or no, it was it's never been Michael Jackson. Oh, Jackie Chan. <laughs> so now, Michael is my tradition. Why the name? It's never been Michael. <laughs> uh, why did I think it was Michael? I know it's ready to clap back. Oh, let me give you my list. Jackie Chan thought was a woman. 
Steph Curry thought was a woman, now no Cyrus, a man. Third time's the charm, I guess. Third time's oh. gender, I guess. Yeah, well. Whoops. What song? You heard it here first. Sorry. Um, it's called Ready to Go. It's beautiful. Like, honestly, a banger. I think I had to listen to the rest of her album just because this was so... Like, it's just such a, like, good bluegrass song. I just did not know she made that kind of music. Um, yeah, I love... But it's... I, I felt like the lyrics were good for the the civil origin story that we we were given. Noise. Yeah. But one of our favorite moments of these chapters... I... I just really liked us shouting out the hippo campus. Like rain we got a rainbow shout out. Yeah. Um in the carousel. And I thought that was fun. It was terrifying that all their faces were like plastered in fear, but hey. Okay. <laughs> I won't yuck your yum. Yeah. I I honestly this is like this is a weird favorite moment, but the the little the way they figured out how to get into the carousel, I was like, why is this like a fun little, I, I, I thought that was just a well-written part of the, of the chapters, I don't know, of them trying to debate like how the, the numbers were yeah, like, really what they meant, like how each person contributed to like, this is how we're figuring it out. I was like, oh, I can't, I don't know why this is just interestingly written. Yeah, it was like, just like a real, real cool mystery with a little bit of education. Yeah. We love when Rick does that. These days, I hardly be learning something. Like, <laughs> we are always learning lessons. Yes. But I bet the like- conceit of this podcast uh, is yeah. that we find a theme and we see it by the lessons in, exactly. in the chapters. But I'm very rarely, like, learning new information. Yeah. But, right. like, I actually right. didn't know that that's how, like, that's what the Romans' dating system was. Yeah. Like, I mean, I figured it was something like like similar but like I, i've never heard like the term yeah before yeah i like any chapter that includes the era of dodona um and so i really enjoyed chapter 14 um because the era of dodona D- hello i glitched the arrow of dodona is um the era of dodona what what we will call when the Arrow Dodona wins a category in the Percy Jackson Awards on April 3rd. <laughs> True. Mark your calendars. Um, no, yeah, I just feel like I, A, I always love seeing her. I don't, I like seeing the Arrow. Um, they, them. <laughs> her. Yes. I didn't know if anything was canon. Um, I think it's canon canonically he him well fuck that no i'm kidding um he they of the day arrow of dodona mark okay word (laughs) you were non-binarying the arrow of dodona (laughs) you had not your arrow of dodona (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but just always enjoy seeing miss arrow and um i don't know i just think they keep getting spear and I love it. I love the progression. B plot of the actually like Z plot of the century, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it might be it might be E girl, but that's okay. Um, I forgot to mention this, but I am in my summary. But I am glad that we finally got a like a, a brief, but more 
in-depth description of what the fuck's going on with Reyna and Apollo. I was just, I oh, needed yeah. to know. We've been teasing that out for a while, and it, like, felt like we were talking about it in a way like this. Like, did I, I miss something? Literally, I was, I was like, did I forget to read, like, a paragraph where, like, we explained why Apollo has a weird thing with Reyna, but now we finally got a little bit more description of, like, what the fuck was going on there. No, because it was, like, you know, fair. A lot of Blood of Olympus goes in one year out the other. <laughs> like, we yeah. in the description and forgot. That's still kind of a possibility. Yeah. But I think that about a lot of things. Yeah. I think... Oh. <laughs> I think that Rick is actually very good at, like, dropping, like, really subtle foreshadowing. Now, I don't even know if it's intentional foreshadowing, but I think it's... I think he's good at leaving little nuggets of information here and there that like would always be picked up on later yeah um mm-hmm. and i think he did i think that's one of his particular strengths as a writer especially of um series so like in like the world of the riot inverse that he's created here um even in the way that like other books interact with each other and with that which is not really something that comes up on this podcast a lot but like even like these threads are like pulled into like the crane chronicles and magnus chase and like those books all of these books feel like they're still in the same world because i think there's a real nice quality that rick includes of of consistency and continuity with very very small details Mm -hmm. agreed yeah all right, let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about the theme of youth. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, all right, we're back. Uh, you. So... <laughs> you just upset me a lot. Dropbox. Uh, yeah. I didn't... What what do we what do we have to say? I mean, like. We gotta start. We gotta start with the fucked up situation no. between Apollo 
and the Sybil. That was scary. I was embarrassed for both of them. No, I literally was like, the idea of that punishment is so terrifying. Like, so Mm -hmm. terrifying. And like, in the moment, it seemed so girl boss of her, you know, to be like, fine. You think that you want to be with me? Then give me as much time as the greens of these. Like, that seemed like such a, like, like, you will do it, bitch, sort of move. And it was, like, so smart until it was hit with the most horrible comeback. It was a real uh, Celtic mythology level. Um... Exactly. That, that is the exact right thing to compare it to like it is because you're like oh wow this is dark morbid and terrifying i don't know if any of our listeners likely our listeners more than the general public uh know that much about celtic mythology most of it is sad like terrifying. it's it's most yeah. like and these people died or they didn't die in but everyone around them died oh, yes, and you know it's all about death because you know what? Yeah. There was a lot of, they were dying a lot, I, to be fair. Irish folklore thought a lot about like the passing of time and like how much, like and aging and like the, and what would happen and the consequences of like wishing that you weren't going to age or wishing that like, 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 I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but they're, um, my most of my family's from Ireland on my dad's side. So they got us like, Irish folklore books to like read as kids and they're like literally branded as children's books like they have pictures and they're like written for kids but they're just mortifyingly like scary and sad most of the time like they're the one that has uh, a a queen dies and she has three kids and the king gets remarried to an evil witch and that like like an evil stepmother sort of character and that stepmother is like i don't like these kids they take money and attention away from me so you're all gonna be geese for 600 years (laughs) and i remember my sister and i were like oh my god and they're like is it even immoral and that's what also is coming across in these chapters too is that like there isn't even really like a moral well i mean it's. A, I think it's a moral judgment on Apollo. Yes. Yeah. But Apollo wasn't punished. Yes. Yeah. So there's like no like the person who is punished has or with this horrible curse has no no I guess, moral. I guess beyond. Uh, I would, I would argue that this chapter does have the like careful you wish for thing. Yes, for sure. Just that's boring. Like this was interesting separately, but like as a moral of a story, I'm glad yeah. that that's not why we're hearing it. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, okay, be careful what you wish for. I get it. Be careful what you wish for, I feel like, is a weaponized uh, term that, like, is, like, yeah. you don't want for anything. Like, you shouldn't have ambitions. Like, everything yeah. is bad. And, like, yeah, true. But let's, like, be a little more optimistic about it. No, completely. The geese, the geese Irish story has no... They are literally just kids who get a stepmom. Well... And then they're they're, geese. they're also geese. They're geese for six hundred years. Um, and it's literally the most horrifying story. And we talk about to our parents all the time, like, why'd you read us that? And they were like, well, it was in the book. Um, I guess maybe the moral of that is don't get divorced, which is a very Irish moral. Yeah. <laughs> or don't get remarried. You are wedded. Yeah. Don't don't have. A oh step. my god. 
Guys, speaking of, real quick, this is, I'll get right on topic. Um, but there's this dick thrift store, like, right near my apartment. And the other day, um, I was there looking for, what was I looking for? Don't remember, it doesn't matter. Mm. And I found this pink crew neck sweatshirt that says Irish princess on it. And it was a dollar. And so I bought it. And, oh, I, bought, and I need to wash oh. it. Yeah, as you asked. Guys, I'm so excited to show you. I'm so excited to show you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to put that. But also, um, that reminded me of kind of like another similarity I saw between this um, little Sybil incident and like Celtic mythology. Like I read a lot of it for a class I took um, like last spring, um, but specifically a lot about like fairies um, and like how fucked up and dangerous they are and how like they will in general life ruin your life and that's kind of the thing is like i think greek mythology treats the supernatural kind of like oh we'll keep your friends close but you know like like not everything's gonna kill you but some things will in celtic folklore it's kind of like everything will fucking kill you like if you fuck with anything supernatural it will bite you in the ass 10 times as hard and like that's the energy that the sibyl was bringing you know yeah. it is like the greek mythology exists on the conceit of like respect the gods because this is what they could do to you so you like there there is a lot to be achieved in worshiping the gods but like doll wrong them because you will be punished kind of thing and like it teaches you hospitality like these these virtues that are were really valued at the time um in the culture and catholic mythology just is kind of because it has existed in a culture that was a lot more where survival was really the main concern for a lot of it they're like don't fuck with shit shit will fuck with you don't fuck with it <laughs> You see something, walk no away. Yeah, you something. Yeah. yeah. But mind your fucking business and yeah. you're clear of anything weird. Yeah. You will die. And sometimes it's not even weird. Like there was one that like a, a family built their house on a plot of land that actually- I know this one. Yeah, I know. Fucking they, fairy mounds. The fairy just kept burning it to the ground and like destroying it, but no one ever let the family know like it's the plot of land. It's not a bunch of freak accidents. Like you got to get off that land. So they just kept rebuilding it, and the fairy was like, "Fuck you, not again." And I was like, "That is, it. they didn't know where it's going." Yeah, but and the thing is, like, if your house burns down once, I don't feel like good practice. It's you time to get go to a different place. Yeah, it's time to get out of there. Uh, oh, it's chocolate But then there are those people. I actually, I've met and worked with someone whose house has burnt down twice, two different houses. Whoa. But that's not everyone. Well. Clearly. Crazy that it's someone. Well, to me, that feels like a lack of fire safety. <laughs> and if we're talking about fire safety, let's talk about Frank John. Because... Yes. Beautiful segue. Thank you. Because um, I actually have a lot to say in terms of like, all right, well, it's not even a lot. It's just I have a lot of feelings about this. Um, the fact that he's had to, I mean, uh, to an extent, I think most like, Greek or Roman demigods like, have to comprehend mortality in a way that none of us will ever fully understand, like, in the age we are right now. Um, but they've had to do that so quickly. And in like their first like 15-ish years of life, 
But Frank's is kind of an added pressure of like he has to understand that like he's carrying his life force with him constantly. And he's learned to just kind of say fuck it. And like I think that's A, very impressive and B, a little sad. But just because I think about all that he's gone through emotionally to probably get up to that point of being like slightly carefree. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that totally you know, washes out any attempt at, like, enjoying his youth. Yeah. I mean, like, this guy is blue, but, like, had to say it, you know? I, I mean, I would say that, like, it feels like a... I'm gonna be... Not I'm gonna be young forever, but, like, I'm going to live while I'm young because... Right not going to have much past being young and so i'm kind of just gonna throw it all to the wind because like it does feel very midlife crisis-y yeah yeah so he's gonna not Ferrari. dead but he's just so he's grown accustomed to the idea that he's going to have a shorter life than expected so I, that like fucks with your perception of where you are at and yeah. Yep. And I lo- love him, love Hazel. I think they're too codependent. It, we are big codependency vibes in these chapters. Lavinia hater. I was like, good for you, Queen. Like <laughs> No, don't get me wrong. I love Frank and Hazel a lot, but I do agree with what you guys have said. Um and I think Lavinia was a little fierce for pointing it out. Yeah, it's it's very sweet how concerned they are for each other, and yet I'm I am wary in the way I'm like, well, like you guys are living as like people who die early, like there's just like that. This is the situation you're in. It like it's just a known risk every. And like I'm not saying that they should just grow accustomed to it because they're kids and they shouldn't be faced with this. And yet I'm like, okay, anything you do ever is putting you so close to being killed. We're like worrying too much about each other in this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's like, it's not productive to spend that much time worrying about someone else. Yeah, it's sort of odd because they've spent so much time like training their brains to not worry about themselves in that way. But somehow like they still have the instinct when it comes to someone else. Yeah, they both they both very much have a lack of regard for their own safety. I mean, like clearly Frank does, but I I, I do feel that from Hazel too. But there's a lot of responsibility, yeah, for others that I think yeah. when you're so focused on helping everyone around you, you kind of have to let go about of a little bit of the care of yourself. Yeah. True. And nothing to add. Just true. Any more thoughts about youth? Stream um, uh, two songs. Uh, One Direction's <laughs> Live While We're Young and uh, Kesha's Die Young. But not... That other song, If I Die Young, 
that I couldn't ever listen to when I was young because it always made me uh, cry. So stream those first two. Dope Grass sings so long. Uh, oh my God, so sad. The band Perry. Yeah, I figured. Too close to my last who, name for Who knows what happens to them? <laughs> no, they're still around. They make like weird music now. Yeah. What a genre shift. Just like Duran Duran. Have you guys listened to Duran Duran's newer stuff? It's really weird with love. No, I haven't. I've only listened to classic Duran Duran. I also like yeah bands bands in particular no one wants you to change your sound you know right but like it's like we don't need it we don't need eras for bands mm. i don't know it feels different to me um paramore did it well mm-hmm. paramore did it well um yeah you're right but like i like really appreciate that great green day isn't doing that <laughs> that they're they're not agreed yeah like that and Leia's album was so good and it sounded exactly like any yeah. we put out. I think that's perfect. Yeah, but to see that's what I'm looking with the see it. Um, individual artists, I just feel like are for eras, you know. Yeah. Um, bands are for pumping out the same song over and over again. <laughs> um, with variations. Yeah. Um. Yeah, unless you're like a, I have like an asterisk for. Like girly pop bands, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a Muna, the girly oh, pop band. Oh, boys. yeah, no. girly like, space pop. Yes, <laughs> I don't no, know. I, no, like, no, I meant I, it was a one word, it was like a like girly pop. Like, uh, yeah, I know yeah. they're bands, but they're like making like I guess Boy Genius is the back, but like Muna, like, like that Muna type band that's like making dance music anyway. Like, you can do an era. Because you're like you're kind of just like yeah. multiple solo artists in one person. It just like has a different kind of vibe. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love Muna, the Aces, that kind of well, of yeah. space. Um, and I, I just, I in my head, they they're in the same category as like a pop girl, and not yeah. Like, yeah. I I guess in my head mostly bands are like rock and rock adjacent is like really where bands live in my head, even though bands could be any genre. So yeah. I agree with you. Most bands I listen to are like rock. Yeah. This had nothing to do with anything, but it was a lovely conversation. <laughs> yeah. But what what uh sass moments did we bring this week? I feel like but, we could say that about so much of what we do here. You know, <laughs> loving that on a team. It's just like really in particular had that they do with anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mine is a Lavinian moment. Of course. She's so fun. Um which is when Hazel is talking about her codependency. Um, saying we helped each other through some dark times talking together learning to be happy again he makes me feel loved I suggested Lavinia met my eyes and mouth adorable so <laughs> he can do I don't know why that made me laugh so hard I was like okay Lavinia she said adorable aww like we could have been friends yeah I love, love the snark love the snark big fan yeah 
Um, Arab Dodona, of course. Um, very into pretty much all of their contributions, but I'll I'll choose um I'll choose this one. Fight not the king, said the arrow. Hearest thou what thou needest and skedaddleth. Did you just use the term skedaddleth? I try to speak plainly to thee to give thee a boon and still thou complainest. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I I'm always a big fan of everything the Arrow of Dodona says. Uh I just liked that words are true, but in one sense meanest thou. I don't know. That one hit for me for some reason. No, I liked it because you <laughs> literally just be like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> uh, it was also, I, I forgot to say the intro, which was, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Could not be more clear. Yeah. Uh, loved. Love, love, love. Love, 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 love. Big fan of her. I just really love the thing. No, that, <laughs> I was about to say, I really love the decision made today. Um, Fuck you, I'm non-binary. <laughs> this is a message for Robert. Please make that meme for us. Fuck you. Non-binary is your arrow of Dodona. I mean, we did. Robert, please. A call to action. We know that action. Uh all right. What characters do we want to give our offering to this week? Mine's going to the Sybil. Girl, 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 diva, diva down, oh, diva down, diva down, diva down. Diva down. <laughs> I was gonna give mine to Hazel, but the Sybil also. We'll, we'll see her again, Hazel. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I have so many options. Um. I'm choosing between Hazel and two for the Sybil is great. Um, so I'll leave it at that. But I'm choosing between the Sybil, Reyna, and Noah Cyrus. <laughs> That's funny. All three of them have excellent justifications. That's the thing. And I don't know which route to go. Uh, I mean, we will see Hazel again. And like... We're going to give her plenty of offerings in the future. So I'll split it um, between Reyna and Noah Cyrus. Well, good for Noah Cyrus. Yeah. And who do you want to vote off? I right off the bat, I'm going to Apollo. That, that was rough, buddy. That was fucked. I'll agree with that, Apollo. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, I'll do three for this one. This punishment horrified me so bad. I literally could not imagine. Yeah, it, this was not a dog. This dog. This is not it, big dog. My friend, um, total, totally also random. My friend was like, yeah, I was walking through, walking through, or no, I think she was literally at work. And some guy was like, excuse me, big dog. And she was like, big, big dog. <laughs> Like hey, more dog, like why big dog? I think it's funny. I think we all need to start saying big dog. Revitalization of big dog. Yeah. Well, big dogs, 
the thought sweet <laughs> join us next week where we'll be discussing chapter 17 through 20 make sure to follow us on social media we are at return to camp on every platform that matters and we also have a coffee account and a rebel store and a website www.returntocamp.com where if you put slash vote at the end of that you can vote in the Percy Jackson Awards she Good said no. or not it's fine we'll just be sad we'll never get over it but make your choice it may destroy my self confidence forever Mine too, and we'll know who exactly it is that didn't vote. We will know you're responsible. We'll know. Yeah. We'll know. Just know. We know. We'll know. Do you want to disappoint all three of us at once? Okay, I got too serious with it. I got too serious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. Bye.